Hi, this is Max Mason. Welcome to Path to the Podium. Hi, Alessandro. Welcome to Path to the Podium. Hi, thank you for the invite. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure to be speaking to you now. And I think the, the best way to start is to actually look at your initial start in motorsport and how that kind of came about. Yeah, it's um, very simple. It's like uh, everybody starts, um, you know, when you're a kid and uh, uh, your dad puts you in front of the TV and Formula One is, you know, going on and everything like that. And once you, you get into it, uh, you obviously pick out your, your hero, your, your motorsport hero. And from there on, you go onwards and eventually you end up, uh, like I did, being a big, big fan of uh, NASCAR, Euronesca and other series that might not be that present in Europe, but uh, are present in other parts of the world. In the early parts of your career, what was your, were you kind of a, aiming to become a driver or was it you're just really a fan of the sport? I was uh, primarily just a, just a fan of the sport. It was really like, okay, he, this driver I admire the most. And, you know, this driver, like in my, uh, for me, it was Kimi, Kimi Raikkonen. Uh, and I all, only admired him or I followed him very closely what he did and what he achieved. And then, you know, once, once I got into NASCAR and stuff, it was drivers like Dale, Dale Earnhardt, uh, drivers like Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon and going on, um, those kind of drivers. So yeah, it was just, just a fan side. Yeah. And then how did you kind of make the transition into becoming more of a mechanic in the sport? Was it something that happened all of a sudden or were you, was it something you kind of working towards? Actually, I'm not a mechanic. Um, I don't have um, a mechanic background, neither a driver background. I just, how do I put it? Um, in the last couple of years, uh, I trained myself to be really good at writing uh, reports and stuff by doing sim racing. And from there, there on, I met the team manager of uh, Marcus Motorsport, uh, the team manager who is called Chris Lehman. I met him um, or I get to know him and we talked and he invited me to come to a UNESCO race. It ended up just, uh, you know, being there and getting with every event going or every event going past getting more and more into into the team and being more and more part of the team so yeah i'm, I'm not a mechanic neither i'm a neither i'm a race car driver i'm just you know i'm just a, a guy who likes uh reporting stuff and um likes to likes to help where he can and and in your role within the team what are what are kind of things that you are uh you know you work on and what, what are some things that your job kind of covers um basically in the team i am responsible for cleaning the car or the cars because we have uh, multiple cars um i also help with the tires you know prepare them getting them ready so uh, they can put it on um getting re uh, prepared with the fuel um stuff like that so everything basically around the mechanics or he helping the mechanics to finish up the car so yeah, it's fuel tires and cleaning the cars and doing some social media stuff um, on the side. That's my my yeah my my role in the team. And and how long have you kind of been involved with the Marco Strip for? Actually, um, it was my first uh, UNESCO weekend was most two thousand twenty one. 
it was also the first time I was actually uh, at the UNESCO event. I mean, I planned it uh, to go there earlier as a fan, but it never happened due to time in school. But yeah, as I said, uh, the Chris Lehman invited me to come to a UNESCO event at Moss 2021. And from there on, uh, I stuck with the team. And yeah, and from there on, I'm, I'm a part of the team. With the drivers, obviously, you um, you work with them closely as well for social media, I would imagine. Um, and what, what's your kind of uh, go to when you're when you're creating social media for the team and and um, other parts of uh, media for each driver individually? Um, it's like more, you know, my my part of social media is not uh, focused primarily on the drivers. Uh, it's more focused on okay, uh, doing p uh, pictures here and there, you know, uh, pictures uh, of the cars or even the drivers also sometimes and um, sharing the results with uh, we we achieved. For example, when our um, when our drivers step on the podium, we make a, a picture uh, posted um, with the result and stuff like that. But we also work on on some other stuff uh, like get to know the driver and uh, stuff like that. So there's also a bit of um, stuff going on in, in the background. Uh, we, we can't show it right now or tell right now, but there's some stuff to get to, you know, towards the future. There, there will be some, some content um, also about the, about the drivers or more close content about the drivers, but we had also some, some already in the past. Yeah. Okay. And um, what are some um, goals that you're kind of achieving right now? And what, what are some uh, things that you have uh, in mind for the future in, uh, relation to where you want to stand in a team and anything you want to progress into um actually i i'm trying to get into um not not a university but it's it's kind of a university but with more uh practical than it's more practical stuff um you do than compared to a normal university i'm trying to apply to uh, i'm trying to get into that school it's in graz which is two um hours with the car from from me where i live but yeah that's it's uh would be a co um, study co called automotive engineering so that is what i want to do um the process is going uh on i have to get the you know invitation or the the email where it stands if i accept it or not to go on with study but yeah that's my goal to study automotive engineering Walk me through some of the what the kind of processes and and how you kind of imagine how you want to achieve what goals you have in mind. Um, what I want to achieve is, yeah, how do I put it? I would like obviously um, to study that to become an engineer and going uh, on with NASCAR, like you're NASCAR, then later on maybe going in the US and. Um, transfer there and uh, really work in the unit uh, the nesca in us or uh, going in japan and working the super gt series because i'm also a very very big fan of the japanese super gt series but i'm not quite uh, decided where i want to go once i finish study but yeah as i mentioned first of all i have to get into the the study before i can think of uh, what comes after but yeah the first goal is to to be accepted to be able to to study automotive engineering yeah of course and um and kind of learning on the way with with the cars and everything obviously you're around 
the cars quite a bit. So have you picked up a few little tricks along the way to kind of help you um, gain a bit more practical skills, even to just uh, help even uh, work on the cars if someone needs a bit of help? Yeah, I mean, um, more more like uh, I said, because I, um, I'm taking care of the tires and fuel stuff like that. So, you know, here and there how to how to adjust everything and uh, also with it sounds a bit silly, but also with cleaning the car. I never uh, thought that it would be so much work to really, really prepare them um, or really, you know, to put uh, really clean them so you here and there you get um some tricks and tips um how to make it better and more efficient and yeah you what you, the big mo well, the biggest thing i learned was how to work in a team under stress and under time pressure and when everything is loud and you know going on and stuff but really really helped me also develop as a person so yeah that's the stuff i learned um and in in your nasca obviously there's two race uh, four race weekends across uh, a single car obviously for the pro in your nasca too so you know how, yeah obviously you're talking about those high stress environments how is it you know working in those environments where you've got you know four or five people around a single car all trying to get the job done and how have you kind of had to mold your own uh, self-awareness so you're not getting in people's ways um, uh, you communicate with each other um it's also some how do you say it it's a, it becomes a rhythm, you know, the mechanics obviously um, take care of the mechanic part of the car, you know, take care of the car and stuff in their way. Um, and you as a helper or somebody who does not the mechanic job, but does the other stuff, you organize yourself uh, working around them and communicating and talking to them, you know, okay, we changed the tires or okay, the fuel is uh, in the car or the cars are clean, stuff like that. Just uh, so you, yeah, the biggest thing is to communicate, always communicate, and then you will uh, get along with everything. Okay, so obviously being around all the mechanics uh, as well, uh, you must obviously pick up some stuff that could actually help you towards your goals in the future. And are you kind of also looking at possibly doing something more uh, towards becoming closer to a mechanic as well, as well as um, applying for the engineering school? I don't know yet, actually. So maybe in the future I want to, but right now I have my pr primary focus is really to become an automotive engineering. If I want, I don't know if I want to become also a mechanic at the same time. Time will tell. Future will tell if yes or no. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um. And for for this kind of engineering thing, is it is it um usually they're around a five year course, isn't it, or is it a little bit longer? Um. And with that. Are you going to maybe return to Euronescar as an engineer or are you going to try branch out to a bigger series? Um, walk me through like all the details you, and all the different plans you kind of have in your mind. It's best to express them just so you kind of, you're always ready for whatever possibility pops up. Uh, so the course or the uh, university is three years, would be three years of study. And it would be like, once I finished, I would like to stay in Euronescar. So I would like to gain experience by working as an engineer in Euronesca and then from there on going on to Euronesca in the US or move to Japan. As I said, as I mentioned at the beginning, I'm not quite sure what I want to do after the study, um, either Nesca or Super GT. But one thing I know is I want to stay in motorsport um, and work as an engineer. 
Yeah, and and maybe even a, a car chief or chief or stuff like that. But that stuff like um, only time will tell, and only the future will tell if it works or works not. Yeah, and have you kind of uh, looked into what the kind of differences of the environment around the two different series? Of obviously, the cars are quite a bit different from GT cars to stock cars. Not crazy different, but have you kind of been looking at? Um, how and, and kind of preparing yourself for what what the different environments around the cars are, and even um, just watching the races to see how everything functions. Yeah, I mean, obviously you you inform yourself or you collect information and and stuff like that. But I think that the life uh, always prepares some challenges. And if you, I think, if you only stay in the environment that you're happy with, you're never going to progress or never never going to learn anything new. So I think it's even if it would, would be a challenge, obviously, to to move outside from Europe, um, I think it would be uh, a good challenge uh, because, as I mentioned, I would obviously learn um, even with, like, say, past 30 years, uh, like past uh, your 30 years mark or so, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, I would uh, definitely be happy to to learn something new, and I'm even uh, trying to learn as much as I can right now. You know, by by reading articles or reading the, the Wikipedia page of how a car is built or stuff like that. You know, simple stuff, but also uh, some complex stuff going on with uh, every new bit of information I get. Yeah, that's the best way to learn is to to put yourself into somewhere where you don't know exactly what's going on because you always pick up something new. Um, what, what do you think for you personally was some some of the biggest challenges when first entering is your NASCAR, even just uh, being there to help clean the cars and everything? Uh, obviously, that comes with its own challenges. And, and how did you kind of mold into the team? And was it a smooth transition or were there some some hiccups you had learning the, the motorsport environment? Yeah, obviously, I mean, it was like the first day on a new job, right? So when uh, when you have to learn um, how it works and how everything has to be done and stuff like that, it was also um, when I had my first weekend with them, um, I had to, to learn how the team operates. I had to learn how to clean properly a car and stuff like that. It was difficult, um, I'm honest, because I didn't have any rhythm or way to go, but with any... Uh, any Euronesca weekend passing, um, you get you you get more used to it, and I simply stayed like it. It just happened. It I don't know. I just s- slipped in, or uh, I just slid in through the door. Let's say, and I stayed. I, I stuck around, and yeah, that's it. It's like a story. I don't know how to put it. It's just meant to be let it put it that way yeah and i think i think it'll actually be quite interesting to see how you kind of got the connection um with uh marco strip and how that uh kind of blossomed into you now being a member of the team so um was it kind of just overnight where it just happened or was it actually where it took you know a a few months or a few weeks to to get rolling and then eventually it led to where you are now um the how i got into the team was as i mentioned i um knew chris our team manager chris lehman before and uh, i asked him hey can i come to an event and he said yes i um i invite you here come over to most 
and from there on we we talked about the details how how everything uh will go down and stuff like that and then i met our team owner i met um at most also i met marco stieb at most i met also the mechanics and the other crew members at at most uh, so yeah it was um most was the big meeting point let's say it but chris Lehman i knew before yeah okay and um and obviously with drivers i think you you've worked with quite a few now and uh you know what are some positives that you found out working with all the drivers obviously it's um, probably very interesting with all the, the you know the different personalities even just in the team team and around the grid um how do you think you the environment around your nascar is family friendly i think it's um really uh, the grid is open to everybody uh, or the the Euronesca family is open to everybody it's really a big big family you uh, you enter the paddock and in the first second you you enter it you really feel the atmosphere the environment and everything it's really um kind of sucks you in but in a in a good way like you want to stay there you want to be a part of it you want to stay around uh, getting to know new people from other teams or but also your your team uh you really get closer uh, to everybody and also the drivers um i mean the drivers are really easy going they're really really friendly you get along with them it's like you know um you you enjoy being with them and talking with them and working with them yeah definitely so Euronesca is a really really big family and I'm happy to be part of it. Yeah, and I experienced that a bit as well when I went to my kind of first event there, which was Zolder last year. Um, I mean, it, it's just, yeah, everything's just about it is friendly. Um, I think it'll actually be interesting to talk about your your kind of past and, and where you kind of started becoming more interested in being in motorsport. Obviously, it must have been a lifelong thing, but where did the kind of dream start to become uh, closer and closer to reality? Oh um i don't know i think it just uh developed with time as uh, i guess um it's really you know it it just came as it came um it was really like okay i enjoy the one who stay there and i can imagine myself working another race with them or being part of the team for another race for another season and yeah obviously um also the team was happy with my work um so yeah everything um got together let's say it like this yeah and for this year um is your role in the team still the same or are you kind of looking at branching out into into different roles to assist the team more no i um this year i will do social media um i will also do like cleaning the cars and tires and fuel so it will be the same uh, it will be really a um what I used to do, um, but I also enjoyed what I, what I do. So yeah, I will stay with my, with my work, what I do. Um, and obviously, uh, with your job being very important as well, how's the kind of uh, role with the mechanics? Obviously their job is to make the car run, but for you, your job is to kind of get the fine edges, um, lined out, obviously cleaning the car, make sure it looks good by the time it goes on the track and make mm-hmm. sure all the tires are on the car, which is pretty important um you know how is the kind of standing are you kind of fully in the family with the mechanics and they view you as the same um i would imagine it is because you've been there for quite a while now they're used to you at this point 
Yeah, I mean, the team obviously is a family to me. Um, I can't mention in it enough and they know it. So a big, 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 big shout out to Sven, Marco, Milad, Harald and our um, racing mother, Katrin. Um, so yeah, it's really the team is family. It's really family. Obviously, also Chris and Marco Stipper part of it and everybody, our truck drivers, um, our helper that come along also sometime or new people coming in um, as I should call uh, tell correctly but yeah it's really a big big family I, I enjoy staying there and what are some goals for you personally obviously this year with your the yeah, engineering part for it but in the team what do you think are some some goals that the team has obviously to win um, but what are kind of steps that you're taking even just personally to help the team win oh boy I don't, well, I don't know. It's like, like every season, be the best at what you do or do the best possible. Um, and just really, really help the team. So, um, get, get to work, um, talk, talk with the mechanic, obviously, uh, what you can improve, uh, always ask for feedback and always try to improve uh, your craft. Um, and yeah, that's that's it really. Uh, just be the top of the game if possible, and also allow yourself uh, to take criticism or to to develop uh, also because you only can progress if you develop, and uh, you can only progress if you get feedback on your work. So yeah, that that is my big goal to develop uh, to progress from the craft I had last year or the level of craft I had last year to this year compared to this year. Yeah, that's a very good mindset to have. I mean, if you have any questions, ask me, but you've asked uh, answered all my questions very well and I kind of got a better idea going into this year in Euronazco about even the competitors. I think because everyone, it's a family, like you were saying, it's not like Formula One where everyone's out to get each other. It's where everyone knows each other. Everyone's friendly to each other. It's not where it's, you know, cutthroat like many other uh, forms of motorsport. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously it's like... Uh it's like in every business um out there or in every job some some colleagues um you are you get along with better than others it's it's i think a natural thing but uh, it's in the team it's as i mentioned marcus deep motorsport is a big family i can all um i can only welcome everybody that uh, wants to come along um uh say hi or watch us uh, watch us at the at the events uh, support us uh, because yeah as i mentioned we're all a big family and um i just i just love what what i do and i just love the sport i just fell in love with the sport i i'm honest to you i just felt in love with the team and with the sport yeah well it's going to be an exciting year for everybody i'll, I'll have to uh swing by uh the your your garage and say hi to everyone um at valencia so yeah i'm looking forward to it um yeah. thanks for coming on the podcast it's been great uh talking with you if you've got yeah. any other last questions just let me know yeah you um i saw that you will drive the 58 this year is that right for yes the for racing fuel yes with racing fuel yeah um if i can you know uh tell you this but uh, the 58 is a quite important number for me actually because you know the background story of Marco Simoncelli and stuff like that, and obviously I'm Italian, so the 58. I hope uh, you, yeah, you 
can perform good in in Let It Put Way because, uh, as I said, I'm a big fan of the uh, 58 due to Marco Simoncelli. So yeah, best of luck. I wish to you uh, for this season. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, that's what? that would be all. But uh, thank you for the invite. Uh, really had a fun time. I hope everybody out there also had a fun time listening to this. Um, even if my Eng English um, is not that great, but I tried my best. Yeah, it's, it's, it was very good, actually. Really, really thank so, you for the invite. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, I look forward to uh, meeting you in a week and a half time. Yeah, definitely. Either uh, actually, it's a week from now on. Because uh, next, oh, yes, when, of course, Wednesday. Week, yeah, yeah, one week. Uh, yeah, Wednesday. One week. It's crazy how fast time goes. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> no, but uh, really, and uh, would uh, would be nice if you could uh, come uh, to us, um, saying hello or having a chat or everything. Um, obviously, we will meet at some point at the track. So yeah, um, hoping to see you next week in Valencia. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be awesome so yeah thank you for coming on again uh yeah and see you in a week yeah thank you for listening to path to the podium i'm your host max mason listen in next monday for another dive into the motorsport industry and what it takes to get to the podium keep sending it <laughs>